the rightful primacy of man. The stars are ours to rule. We are duty-bound to prosecute the God-Emperor's will, subjugating and destroying those who would oppose it. This, at least, we are taught, as children kneeling before the altars and shrines of the Adeptus Ministorum. We learn to believe without question, to hate without cause, and to the untutored masses, or our brave militarum legions, blind faith is enough. When pitted against rapacious horrors, our rough-hewn soldiers and citizenry need unequivocal facts. However, for those scarce few of us who have read and travelled widely, another picture starts to appear. The truth is not so simple. There are monsters in the heavens, waiting to devour us. But there are also species whose wisdom, subtlety and learning outstrip our own. For every mindless beast, there are creatures who have built proud civilizations, developed advanced technologies, and produced works of art so profound that they would move even the most determined xenophobe to tears. What then must the learned scholar believe? Once one hears the ancient wisdom of the Eldar, or behold the elegant cities of the Iasps, or the sleek, ingenious weapons of the Tau. Questions inevitably arise. How can we be sure the galaxy will remain under our dominion? In the first years of my travels, I visited many sites in the Segmentum Solar, exploring places I had only ever read about. To the galactic east of Gethalamor lies a shrine world, by the name of Dehashk, and I fulfilled a long-held wish to visit the ruins of its famous temples. I spent several weeks on that mysterious, arid world, visiting such legendary sites of pilgrimage as the Capella Mount and the Nimrud Temple Complex. On my final day I reached the ruins of a cathedral called Chorosky. It was dawn as I approached its lofty mountaintop perch, and, as the site is so remote and hard to reach, I was surprised to find that an elderly pilgrim was there before me, examining some of the ruined statuary. Even at that time of day it was hot, and I offered the old man some water from my flask. He accepted with a smile, and I asked him what he was looking at. He showed me, beneath the boot of a crumbling saint, a crack in the flagstones revealing a narrow crevasse at the centre of the ruins. He pointed out that beneath the upper layer of the imperial architecture, there were ruins of another kind. Intrigued, I dropped down into the hole and found that the cathedral was built on an older site that looked to be of alien origin. The pilgrim was clearly amused by my shock and suggested I look lower. I climbed down several feet and there beneath the layer of alien ruins were more, even older, imperial ruins. At the pilgrim's suggestion, I clambered lower still, and found yet another form of rubble, this time from a different Xenos civilization. And finally, climbing as far as I dared, I found even more imperial architecture from what must have been thousands of years ago. For reasons I find hard to explain, the sight of that old rockcrete stirred a wave of emotion in me. And when I clambered back out of the hole, the pilgrim seemed to sense it. He placed a hand on my arm. We are hunted, he said, his voice so hoarse with age I could barely hear him. But we are relentless. He waved at the Xenos ruins. Others will come, and others will go, but only we come back.
always. Whatever the odds, we are resolute. We will not fail. I spent the rest of the morning with the old pilgrim, and he said much that impressed me. But it was those few simple words that stayed with me. We are resolute. We will not fail. I have encountered species that are wiser, stronger and fiercer than us. But all of them, in their own way, have failed. The more I see, the surer I am of our purpose. If the galaxy is to be saved, it will be by our hand.